Welcome to A Bigger Life, where you can break through the distractions, stop, listen, and speak to God in prayer. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you use the Bible as your conversation with God so you can live a bigger life. We've been looking at Psalm 108, verse 1, where David says, My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make melody with all my being. We've been talking about how you really can't live the Christian life for long without learning what it means to develop a heart of courage, a heart that is steadfast to believe the promises of all that God is for us in Christ. We talked about how that heart of courage is in the Bible a heart that is, uh, we would use the term hope. It's a confident expectation that gives me this sense of courage. Then the ways that the Bible talks about that is to be strong and let your heart take courage. We looked at Psalm 31, 24. Be strong and let your heart take courage. So when David says, my heart is steadfast, that word steadfast in the Hebrew is this synonym of the idea of taking courage, being strong and having my heart take courage. And so when you think about it that way, when Paul says that the Christian life that is the more we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the more God fills our lives, the more our life will be characterized by faith, hope, and love. He says that in 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Faith, hope, and love are kind of like three legs of a three-legged stool. You have to have all three, and all three bring one another. The more we have faith, the more we're going to have hope, the more we're going to have this sense of love toward others. Because our faith and all that God is for us in Christ and the hope that comes from that makes us people who are not trying to get from others, but who are in a bigger story and we're able to give to others. Faith is a mental switch we hit. It's a, it's a decision we have in our head that says, I'm going to believe what God says to me here in his word. This promise that he gives me, I'm going to trust. It's a switch we hit in our head that, that decides to do that. Love is the same thing. It's a it's a switch we hit inside of our head that says, I'm not going to try to be a consumer of this person. I'm going to be a giver. I'm going to love because I have the love of God for me. And that's the story I'm in. I'm empowered to love others. And what I want to look at today is how hope is a similar switch we hit inside of our head. We hit a switch in our mental state of mind that says, I'm going to have hope. I'm going to take courage. I'm going to be strong. The ancient prayers of the Psalms that Jesus himself said were given to us by the Holy Spirit. That time he says that David speaking by the Spirit said, and then he quoted from Psalm 110 verse 1, Jesus had a view of the Psalms that they were given to us by the Holy Spirit. These ancient prayers in the Psalms, these prayers given to us by the Holy Spirit have a lot to teach us about what it means to have this switch inside of our head that decides to have hope. Hope we talked about in previous episodes is this confident expectation in the promise of God. We're having this heart that is steadfast in a confident expectation of all that God has promised us in Jesus. So I want to look at about five or six verses that in the Psalms 
that I believe the Holy Spirit is giving us as a prayer to help us hit that switch inside of our head that says, I'm going to have hope in this situation instead of discouragement. So when Psalm 3124 says, be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord. That's the NIV. The ESV says, be strong and let your heart take courage. So to take heart in the NIV, to take courage, let your heart take courage in the ESV is trying to translate that Hebrew that has the idea of a taking heart, taking having a heart that takes courage, being strong, be strong and let your heart take courage. When we understand this is a, a passage given to us by the Holy Spirit, we start to reflect on the fact that what if God appeared to you and said to you these words? Because he is saying to you these words by his Holy Spirit in his word. What if God said to you, be strong and let your heart take courage. Hope in the Lord. Hope in the I am. Hope in Yahweh, the God of the scriptures, the God that has written the scriptures to us to give us this bigger story, to give us this narrative that is focused on all that Jesus, that God is for us in Jesus. What if we heard God saying to us in his word, right now, whatever situation you're going through, be strong and let your heart take courage. Hope in the Lord. Put your hope in me. Be strong and be courageous. Let your heart take courage. Have a confident expectation in my promise. Now, I don't know what you're going through right now as you're listening to this, but God does. And all this since 3,000 years when that verse was first written has always been in some way God speaking to his people to give them his voice speaking to them. Be strong and take heart. Let your heart take courage. Hope in the Lord. Have a confident expectation in me. Where do you need to hear this? What's going on in your life right now where these words spoken to you by God help you hit a switch? that says, I'm going to put my hope in the Lord. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to have my heart take courage instead of losing heart, instead of losing my courage, instead of being weak, instead of losing hope, instead of being dragged into another story that makes me panic and makes me anxious and makes me fear and makes me worry. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Is there a temptation you're going through repetitively that you need to hear God saying to you, be strong and let your heart take courage. Put your hope in me. What is that for you? Is there a difficulty in particular you're going through right now and you want to lose heart? You've been losing heart. You're confused what's going on. You don't know what's going to be the future. You're anxious. You're worried. Your life is being characterized more by fear than courage right now. And you need to hear these words from God. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Put your hope in me. Put your confident expectation in my promises to you. When we hear these words from God, we respond by saying, I want to be strong. I'm going to be strong. We hit this switch inside of our head where the word of God directs us into a new, better story. I'm going to be strong and I'm going to let my heart take courage and I'm going to put my hope in Yahweh. I'm going to put my hope in the Lord, in the I am. 
And so we pray, Lord, I want to be strong in your strength, the strength of your Holy Spirit. And I want to have my heart take courage because I trust in your promise. I put my hope in your promise. I put my confident expectation in all that you have promised me in Jesus. And so I take heart. I take courage. I am strong in the Lord. This idea of taking courage, letting our heart take courage, or what the NIV translates it as, taking heart, is no doubt what Paul has in his mind when he writes to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 4, 16. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. That Greek word translated here as renewed really just means renewed, but it has this idea of being made new again, made new from above. Paul is saying that I can be strong and have my heart take courage as I put my hope in the Lord. And even though outwardly things are not being renewed, my body is decaying, it's growing older, I'm getting weaker in many ways just with age and just with the hardships of life. Yet there is this true self, this inner self that's being made new by the Holy Spirit that begins now, that will be given a resurrected body then in the new resurrection, in the new restoration, in the renewal of all things. And so my inner self now, my heart now is taking courage as it's being renewed, Paul says, renewed day by day. He goes on for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Paul has himself in this bigger story, this confident expectation, this hope in Yahweh, this light momentary affliction is preparing for us. The NIV translates it achieving for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. When we see ourselves in this bigger story, we can be strong and have our heart take courage rather than lose heart. We take courage into our heart. We say with David in Psalm 108 verse 1, my heart is steadfast, O God, for this light momentary affliction. That's how Paul's characterizing real suffering in his life. When you look at his list of suffering in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, it is probably beyond any suffering I've gone through or you've gone through. But he calls it momentary, light, momentary affliction because it's being compared to the eternal weight of glory that these afflictions, these difficulties, even these temptations are, are achieving for us. They're preparing for us because there's something happening inside of us as we learn to hit the switch, to not lose heart, but to be strong and have our heart take courage as our inner self is being renewed. Something is happening by the Holy Spirit that is making us stronger, renewing us even now. So what is a repetitive temptation that you face that if you heard the voice of God say, be strong and let your heart take courage, don't lose heart, be renewed by this promise of the eternal weight of glory of all that God has promised you in Jesus. Live in that story. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. 
and we can speak to ourselves these words. Self-talk is not some psychotherapy that's new and modern that somebody's discovered. It's a very ancient biblical practice. We see that, we saw that in Psalm 42, verse 11, where the psalmist says, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Now, who's he talking to? Well, he's talking to his inner self. He's talking to his real self, his soul. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. It's a switch we hit inside of our head that says, put your hope in God, for I will praise him. He is my Savior. He is my God. When God is my God, when God is my Savior, when I have a confident expectation of all that he has promised me in Jesus and being renewed even now in my inner self, there's really every reason to hear the word of God say, be strong and let your heart take courage rather than being downcast and being disturbed within you and losing heart. It's a, a switch we hit inside of our head that says, put your hope in God. I'm, I put my hope in God. I put my hope in all that God has promised me, has promised to be for me in Jesus. My hope is in you, God. My hope is in all that you have promised me in Jesus. My hope is in your salvation. You are my Savior. You are my God. I'm going to be strong, and I'm going to have my heart take courage. I'm going to put my hope in in the I am, my hope in Yahweh, my hope in the God of Scripture, my hope in the God who has promised these better promises for me in Jesus, this better story for me in Jesus, the God who became human in the person of Jesus and did the miracles and died on the cross and broke through the other side of death and rose from the dead. This is the story that is already happening, and this is the story my life is in. So I put my hope in God. I put my hope in God as my Savior. God as my salvation. God as my God. And all that God has promised to be for me in Jesus. I'm not going to give in to that temptation because it's a false promise with a dead end that will leave me unhappy and unsatisfied. I put my hope in God who has brought me into a better story. I'm going to be strong and I'm going to have my heart take courage to live inside this better story. I'm going to trust God in my situation at work. I'm going to trust God in my financial situation. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I know that God is in control, that he is present with me and I am in a better story and I can be renewed in my inner self that this momentary light affliction is somehow preparing me, achieving for me an eternal weight of glory, far beyond comparison to any difficulty I'm going through now, so I can have hope. Psalm 62, 5 is similar. It says, Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from Him. This is, again, self-talk. 3,000-year-old practice in the Bible where we say to ourselves, find rest, O my soul. Find your rest in God alone. My hope comes from him. By believing his promise of all that he is for me in Jesus, I can find rest in God alone. 
O my soul, find rest in God alone. And so we talk, we say to ourselves, I'm going to find my rest. I'm going to find my peace. I'm going to find my shalom in God alone. My hope comes from him. He only is the story that is not a dead end. He only gives the promise that will satisfy forever. He is true to his word. And I trust in him. I put my confident expectation in him. Psalm 130 verse 7 says, Put your hope in the Lord. Put your hope in Yahweh. For with Yahweh is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. Unfailing love, steadfast love, full redemption. This reversal of all that is bad turning to good. When Jesus makes all things new and wipes every tear from our eyes, put your hope in in him for with him with the lord the god of scripture the god who came and became a human in the person of jesus with him is steadfast love unfailing love and with him is full redemption full renewal full restoration being made new when christ returns and makes this earth new and makes my body new and renews my inner self completely. But even now it's being renewed as I put my hope in him. Psalm 146 verse 5. Blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who is in Yahweh their God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. Blessed, fulfilled, flourishing, happy, ultimately satisfied are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, whose hope is in Yahweh, the I am, their God. He is the maker of the universe. He's the maker of heaven and earth, and he remains faithful forever. When you see the universe, remember God is the maker of heaven and earth, and he remains faithful forever. God, the maker of the universe, is faithful to his promise forever. As vast as the universe is that he has made is his faithfulness to you in the forever story he has for your life. Blessed are those whose hope is in the Lord their God. Putting my hope in him, I live a life of flourishing and joy and fulfillment and satisfaction by hitting that switch of putting my confident expectation in his promise for me. He's the maker of the universe, and he remains faithful forever. So when Paul says the Christian life filled with the Holy Spirit is characterized by faith, hope, and love, it's this believing God's promise. We're, we're having courage. We're taking heart. We're taking courage. We're being strong by believing all that God has promised us in Jesus that leads to a life of confident expectation, even in our temptations, even in our difficulties, we're choosing that story. We're taking on courage. We're being strong to live in that story. And that's what brings a life of love, faith, hope, and love. Paul says, are the three crucial legs of this three-legged stool. You can't really live the Christian life without growing in faith, hope, and love. Hope being strong, and letting your heart take courage, all you who hope in the Lord. 
putting your hope in God, your Savior and your God, finding rest in God alone, for your hope comes from Him. Your hope is in the Lord and His unfailing love and His full redemption. Blessed is the one whose hope is in the Lord their God, the maker of heaven and earth, for he remains faithful forever. I don't know where you need to hear that right now in your life, what you're going through, but we can hit that switch. You can hit that switch, just like the psalm is saying in Psalm 42, 11, why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. You can hear the voice of God and his Holy Spirit saying to you, be strong and let your heart take courage. Don't lose heart. Take heart. Take on courage in your temptation. Take on courage in your difficulties by trusting in the promise of God, the presence of God, the God of Scripture, his unfailing love and his full redemption being renewed in your inner self day by day because your momentary light affliction is achieving for you an eternal weight of glory. And so you pray, oh God, I'm going to be strong. I take courage by placing my confident expectation in you, in your faithfulness, in your unfailing love. In your full redemption, I take courage and put my confidence in you. The forever God is my God forever. You are my Savior. You are my God. Your salvation is my life story. Your salvation is your promise to me. And so I will be strong in temptation. I will be strong when I'm tempted to be discouraged. I will be strong and my heart will take courage because I place my hope in you, my Savior and my God. I find rest in you. I find rest in you alone. I find rest in your salvation, in your unfailing love, in your full redemption, for my hope comes from you. I believe your promise. I believe your word. I believe you are present with me right now, and so my soul finds rest in you alone, in your unfailing love and your infinite goodness and your full redemption. You are the maker of the universe, the maker of heaven and earth, and you remain faithful forever. I believe you. I believe you are faithful forever. I'm going to be strong and have my heart take courage because you are faithful forever. You are the maker of the universe and you are faithful forever in your unfailing love and your full redemption in Jesus. I put my hope in you. I put my confident expectation in you. I wait for you. I wait for your promise to be fulfilled in my life. I'm going to be strong and take heart. I'm going to have my heart take courage and put my hope in you the maker of the universe, because Jesus has come and Jesus has died for me and Jesus has risen from the dead. It's already begun. It's already happening. This is the only story that's not a dead end. The only story that satisfies me forever because you, 
your beauty, your glory, your unfailing love, your presence, your full redemption is the only thing that satisfies my soul. This eternal weight of glory that is far outweighs any light momentary affliction I'm going through now. And so I take heart and I'm renewed within by your Holy Spirit, by your word, by your promise, by your presence with me and in me, because I am a temple of your Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing my inheritance to come. We are one forever. The forever God is my God forever. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.